Ask the Podcast Coach for February 6th, 2021. Let's get ready to podcast. There it is. It's that music that means, hey, it's Saturday morning. It's time for Ask the Podcast Coach, where you get your podcast questions answered live. I'm Dave Jackson from the School of Podcasting. Dot com and joining me right over there is the one the only Jim Cullison from the average guy.tv Jim how's it going buddy greetings Dave happy Saturday morning to you a little blizzard warning going on here in Omaha Nebraska so it's good to be inside on ask the podcast coach I'll have to shovel a little bit later today yeah I know I, I woke up yesterday and I asked the woman in the tube what's the temperature outside? And she said nine. And I was like, look, I know there are people in Canada that are laughing at me right now, but I was like, holy cow. But Jim, I see you grabbing the, what is that? Is it a pitcher? It's a, it's the pot, uh, I guess. It's the pot. It is the pot. It's a percolator. Yeah. Yeah, There we go. Awesome. So it is time for the morning pour and uh, the morning pour, of course, brought to you by our good friend, Mark over at uh, podcastbranding.co. If you need a logo, if you need podcast artwork, if you need a full-fledged website or really anything to just look professional, then I'm here to tell you, number one, Mark is a podcaster. That is such a huge bonus because when you try to explain what your podcast is about to somebody who's not a podcaster, they're like, so it's like a radio show? That's not good. So Mark gets podcasting and he also gets branding like nobody's business. And he'll go over, he'll listen to your show to make sure that your artwork matches your brand. You don't want your show to be all up and fun and bright and funny. And then Mark gives you a big picture of a casket. That would not work. No. So he's going to get you up and going in the right direction. So check him out. I'm just here to say he did the School of Podcasting logo. He did the Ask the Podcast Coach. I'm sorry, the School of Podcasting artwork, because there's a difference. We've talked about that. There's a difference between a logo and artwork. And he also did Ask the Podcast Coach and the Podcast Rodeo Show. So I'm not just saying this because he's a sponsor. I'm saying this because he does really good work. Mark, thank you so much. Podcastbranding.co. And Jim, I noticed there as you were holding up your mug. Dog Podcast Network. Dog Podcast yeah, well, Network. If you're, you're a dog lover. Even if you're not a dog lover, pretty good podcast. Listen to on a run, on a walk while you're taking your dog out. They're hiring. Dogpodcastnetwork.com. Lots of great stuff uh, going on over there. And, and of course, they're big, they're big supporters of our show as well. So thanks, James. Thank you to James for doing all that they do to support us, dogpodcastnetwork.com. Check it out and, and download I th- download their latest. They just launched here new. They've probably got a couple episodes yeah. in the can. At this the point. dog so, edition. Yeah, something to listen to on the on the road. You, listen, you don't have to be walking your dog. You could be walking your cat. You could be in the car. Have so, you ever tried to walk a cat? It's not a good it's idea. Not a good no, idea. No. It's not a good idea. Here's a fun one. This was from a Facebook group, Matt in the podcaster support group. I'm a newbie podcaster here. We're on episode 10 with, now we're talking about crappy audio, Jim. You want to guess what microphone he's using? Uh, Yeti. That's right. With a blue Yeti and Audacity. I tried fiddling it's not with- a bad mic. It's, it's not a bad mic. It's not a bad mic. You just got to know how to use it. And you will hear here, fiddling with the gain, the mic volume and Audacity and moving the mic further away. Right there. That's, no, uh, you want to move the mic closer to you. Usually like about three fingers away. However, when I listen to the recording, it's crazy loud, and I need to reduce the loudness. It sounds like the mic is getting maxed out, 
and the sound gets scratchy. Any ideas of what to do with the help of the sound quality? My wife talks loud when she's really enthusiastic, and the mic is already almost two feet away from her when we record. And I was like, there's so much here to comment on, Matt. The first one, you got to pretend you're Oprah. Like, you get a microphone, you get a microphone. None of this, like, one microphone for everyone. Because, yeah, it's going to sound like you're just recording in a tunnel or a tube or the I, I think some people's hesitancy, though, to share mics is they're trying, then they've got this illusion that separate track audio is somehow better than a single track audio. And that's just not true. Now, in some cases, it's, you can do more when you have multi-track audio, when you have everybody on their own channel, that gives you some options, which is kind of nice. But if you're all in the same room, it doesn't matter anyways. So Take the, you're going to get some crosstalk. There's going to be some things on there, but man, just get everybody on different, get everybody on different mics and get them close. Yeah. And if you're like, look, we can't afford another mic, then set it up to record just in the front and the back, put the microphone between you and your wife and it's your wife, get close and talk into that microphone, get a, a pop filter for it. And it's not a bad microphone if you use it properly, but most people, you can set that up to record just from the front. Oh, and that's the other thing. The front of the microphone is the side of it. I cringed. There are two, not one, but two pictures in Canva.com of this lovely woman talking into the top of the Blue Yeti. And I was just Mm -hmm. like, no, we need this to stop. I was watching a YouTube video where they got together the cast of Splash And there was America's father, Tom Hanks, talking into the top of a Yeti. And I'm like, come on, somebody's got to help Tom. That's not right. But it's not a bad mic. You just have to know how to use it. And it's not my recommended mic because, A, everything you have to buy for it is more expensive. You you have to get a pretty decent stand to hold it because it's heavy. The You have to get a decent windscreen. The the accessories are expensive. Yeah. so I had them all. I had them all. I sold them to some YouTuber. Uh, here in Omaha, and we met at a McDonald's, and I sold it. But yeah, that, that those accessories are expensive. Dave, I think the solution too for a lot of folks is get yourself monitored. And mm. you know that that Yeti has a out has a latency free out on it. Plug that thing in a group setting. Plug that thing into a microphone, a powered microphone amplifier. Yeah, and give everybody earbuds. When you actually hear how you sound, yeah, you talk a lot different. People who talk loud on the mic when they hear themselves overmodulate, they will come down a little bit. When it gets loud in their ears, they will come down a little bit. So that's the best. I I can't imagine doing a podcast without having real-time audio back in my ears as I sound. Because that USB audio sometime that's coming back, not very good. It's just, it's not very good. So you want to make sure you get everybody amplified. And then don't try and split that thing. In a, with just a regular splitter, because the volume will go down each time you split it. Yeah. Make sure you're going through a head. Those are like 60 bucks. You can buy some cheap ones for 30 Get a Get an amplifier. Yeah, and the other thing there is, I don't think there's a peak indicator. I, I just looked on the Yeti I have behind me, no, and you don't. No. So you, you want to turn it up, and, and what you want to look, you said it sounded scratchy. That means it's distorting. You want to look in Audacity, and you want to make sure that, in Audacity, click on the little button to say, I think it's like start monitoring, and you'll see as you talk that it starts flashing. You want that to be green and yellow, nowhere near the red, because when you go into the red, you're just, that's where it's all distorted and things like that. But I would, I'm would i a big fan of get a couple Samson Q2Us and a PodTrack P4, and you are good to go, and your sound will improve a gazillion percent. I just watched a video this morning 
from, I think it's Travis. Tra- yeah, it's either Travis or Trevor, something with a T. But one of the nice fellows over at Buzzsprout, and they were saying, how do you stand out in a podcast? And he was like, number one, audio. Like the whole, you can't just talk into a microphone and just ramble on for 20 minutes. That doesn't work. And you've got to do some editing, and it has to sound good because there are people that sound good. And if you don't, that's an easy, okay. Well, if you have two shows talking about the same thing, this one sounds good and this one doesn't. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. It's you're, you're done. And then I thought this was funny. This is from, I'm going to say pariah, P-A-R-I-A-H. I need some, uh, oh, this is, I think we've all been here. I need some commiseration and comfort. I just wrapped up an hour and a half interview with a busy band. Jim, you know how this is going to end? You want to guess? I do. They forgot to hit record. <laughs> they were close. It was a, okay. it, it was a good interview. I had my mic uh, routed through a separate channel and recording than the bands, and my mic wasn't recorded. Oh. So that could be worse. She says, the cat I'm cat-sitting had disconnected a wire while I was shooting her. It was shooing her. No, she wasn't shooting the cat, just for the record. It was shooing her out of my studio. So she ended up with half an interview. So the good news is you got the... Well, not her half. Right? Yeah. She got the band's half, so yeah. she could salvage it by with edits. Right? Yeah. That's, that's basically what people were saying in the in the chat room. It's like, I just re-record your part. And then she was worried that it wouldn't have kind of the same inflection as the original. And she said, I could. She said, on their track, I guess she could somehow hear a little bit of herself. So she could just barely hear what she was saying. So she could remember what to, to say. And I said, well, the other thing you could do is go NPR and make this a narrative-style podcast. You've got the answers. Now just weave a story and have them fill in the blanks. That would be another way to to do that. But get a friend to get on the line and pretend to be the other side and have that conversation. Yeah. If you got it, you can make some quick transcripts out of it and send it to them. Now, they don't need to repeat everything, but it just would help to have somebody on the other side to just have that conversation with. Because when you're talking by yourself, you use a different cadence and different inflection and different all, all those things that you do. But Dave, I would say, hey, I did this interview. I would contact you. Say, Dave, I did this interview with this band. I, I, I need somebody to just record some of the questions too. Can you play the part of the band <laughs> and just get together? Hey, it's not perfect, but it's better than doing it by yourself. Yeah, absolutely. And Jim, how's how's your new Mac doing? Uh, the Mac is great. Mac came in on Wednesday, so it came early. It's it's up. Leave it to Apple. They originally said the twelfth, and then they said the fifth. And then they were like, hey, it's the third. It was literally kept moving. The the time uh, wow. kept moving up. It has been a little bit of a chore to get everything converted over. Fix the video. I was having some I was having some jittery issues with my USB bus on the old computer and nothing, of course, here. Oh, by the way, it's Mac Mini. It's the new M1 Mac Mini, 16 gig of RAM, and I think the two uh, the five twelve uh gig hard drive. Those are the only things you can configure on that thing. It's been but I had it set up and configured. It came Wednesday, so that would have been Wednesday afternoon, and I podcasted with it on Thursday. Been had been monkey with the video settings a little bit, but I think I've dialed them in. Connected with Ed Sullivan, who we'll talk about here uh, mid-show. Ed helped me on the sound and how to figure some things out and how to work some stuff. But 
the the biggest problem Dave I had is finding the freaking time. Like <laughs> it moved on me. So whenever I'm doing my intro, I'll say this is the average guy networking, and, and I'll say a date recorded on, and I always look over just to confirm the date. Yeah, and it's not there because <laughs> it's moved. It's in the upper right hand corner instead of the being in the bottom right hand corner. It has really helped. I think in the in, everywhere I'd hoped the video rendering. I I rendered a hundred no a hour and 25 minute podcast. So home gadget geeks this week is us talking about that. So if you want all the details, head over to the average guy TV a little bit later when I produce that thing today, but the, the rendering on that hour and 25 minute podcast, eight minutes, the video rendered in eight minutes. Wow. It's seven twenty P, but it's, eight yeah. minutes. and I was like, Oh, that's fast. <laughs> so it was, I did it in iMovie. And I, I did it. I tried to mimic all my processes from before. So I tried to take exactly what I did. I checked. I went out to my file directory and said, okay, the, he's, here's the size. Cause I make an MP3, I make an MP4 for YouTube. And then I make a video large and a video small for my RSS feeds. The video large and small were like six minutes and three minutes. Like they were just super fast on processing those right out of iMovie. It did change a little bit. Like I, I had been, and here I'll ask you this question. So I had been creating, I, dro- I had dropped it into Audacity and create because it's the video file. Mm-hmm. Use the FFmpeg to just get the audio. I dropped that full lossless with AIFF, right? That ex- the the, right. the Apple lossless, and then I'd move it into Auphonic. But but coming out of iMovie, I'm pretty sure that's Fraunhofer on the MP3 encoder. So I just dropped it out of iMovie as an MP3 because that you don't have to, the iMovie will allow you just to drop it as an MP3. Then I moved it over to Audacity from there and Audacity leveled it out for me. What I didn't do, and maybe I should test this, is take the the lossless file, move that into Audacity and then compare the two. I'm sorry, moved it into Auphonic and then compare the two. Yeah. You know, does Auphonic do better with lossless or does it do better? Is it okay if I put an MP3 in there? I just always, I always keep with, if it's a PC, the WAV file or the lossless on the Apple, I always stay in that format until the final mix down. That's just the way I've always been. You leave it lossless till the final. Till the final one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But you've got a good strategy there. It's okay. Let's do both and test with our ears and see if it's a difference. I do need to. It sounded fine, to be honest with you. In fact, it sounded better. Come, than it ever has coming out of I, when I play my music. You heard that just a second ago. You would have heard it if you were in the pre-show. Well, well <laughs> the music is in there, and it, my old process kind of crunched the music. You could hear the compression yeah. in it. I'm not hearing that same compression in it anymore. Hmm. So yeah. I've got some things to work out, but it was a little bit of a chore because you have to test all those things. You're like, okay, the video large is this size, and I expect this size of a file. How do I get that? I used Handbrake. I brought, there's a mm-hmm. M1 version of Handbrake for the new Mac. It's in beta, but it worked pretty well. It just, it didn't take me any longer to do my production time because I saved so much time on the yeah. video rendering. It, I used to just set that on a, I have a core i7 4770 for all the hardware nerds out there. Yeah. And that would probably take Can you say that me, again? That was just so nerdy. What was it? It's a core <laughs> it's a Core i7 4770. Not it's locked. It's not the unlocked version, just to be Of course. Clear. 
You're not going to go unlocked. That's crazy. Just to be clear. It's I just not love a, that it was like, it's the core seven, five, seven, seven, five, six, seven, seven, five, so or three, seven, six, eight, six, seven, five, seven, three, oh, seven, five, seven, five. Yeah. There's a lot of sevens in there. It's like, I'm sorry. I'm interrupting. Go ahead. No, and it I, took, that would have taken that. The old process would have probably taken that big of a file. It would have been 15 or 20 minutes to render. So it's about half the time. That's what I noticed using Hindenburg. And then you can pull in. Uh, RX-7 effects, which is great until you go to render it. And then you're like, oh, wow, adding that D-verb to that channel just makes your export crawl because it's processing that you know audio mm-hmm. as it goes through. And you're yeah. like, what's the deal? Yeah, uh, but Daniel says, yeah, you don't want to recompress an already compressed file. And So uh, if I do, so I have an MP3 that I've, it's, uh, that's compressed. And right. if I move that to Auphonic... And it does its magic on it. And it did. It leveled it for me. It right. put it in negative 16 luffs and the things that I have it do sounded fine. But the ideal situation, right, would be to move the lossless file, the AIFF file. Over, I remember right? that the early days of podcasting and Adam Curry was exporting. He had a show called The Daily Source Code and he exported it at 64 kilobits per second mono. Sounded phenomenal. I was exporting at the same thing, but I was recording as an MP3. I was editing in an MP3 and then exporting it as MP3. And I sounded like I was just, hey, welcome. Yeah. You know, I was like, what is the deal? And somebody said, oh, wait, you're recording. No, don't record as an MP3. Record as a WAV file, edit as a WAV file, and then export as MP3 as your, when you're done. When you're ready to go, you're ready to ship it out. And, uh, and that's when I was like, oh. And as soon as I did that, my audio got better way quickly so well the the difference for me in the lossless is that in the bigger file that would be a wave some people have a wave file be the same thing is that well not technically but is that the speed at which i upload and it's processed at Auphonic? so i am i'm using the Auphonic web service to do this i don't have it locally man moving that bigger lossless file over is just takes longer and it's it's more on my bandwidth cap so I was kind of thinking, I'll test this out. So I think later on, maybe later on today or tomorrow, I'll move the lossless file into Audacity and then, or into Auphonic and then compare the two. I, this is, Dave, this gives me a great opportunity. I'm going to spend a little time with Ed over there at Sonic Cupcake, rethinking some of my audio because now I can. Let's say right. I'm changing. What kind of things can I do differently? What kind of things should I do differently to help help change things? Michael, one of our awesome supporters, is asking, is an old G5 Mac any good today? And I have no clue. I'm very rusty on my Mac these days. Some of those, and I don't know what the specs on the G5, oftentimes like Mac will stop offering the OS upgrades for the older versions of the Mac. And so you're stuck. Like, and you just, But if it works for you, like if it's working, if you can get the software to work, that's yeah. the key. Does the software work? Yeah, if it doesn't, then it's time to update. I had, where is, no, I guess I didn't do that. There was somebody in uh, one of the Facebook groups that was using a bunch of PreSonus stuff and just the hardware didn't work anymore. And they, they were, what do I upgrade to? And what was really weird is he wanted to stick with PreSonus. And I was like, but that's the company that just made you obsolete. It was like, and I guess that's just yeah. the case. It is the, it's technology. When you buy something on its way out the door, we're going to laugh someday when we look back at the PodTrack P4. We're going to like, what? Oh, that, that old thing? Holy cow. Look at this new thing. It's the size of my yeah, thumb, no, and it'll no. it'll cook you breakfast. It's it like, won't even be a thing, Dave. It'll just 
like it'll be built into something else or yeah. like, it won't even be a thing to buy. Hey, let me clarify some things in the chat room really fast. Okay. Uh, I made a comment about a bandwidth cap. No, I, the larger lossless file, like a WAV file of audio, is pretty big. MV3, of course, is crunched down. When I upload those to Auphonic, they they charge me by the minute there, not by the size of the file. I'm not worried about my cap there, although I am. I only buy a certain number of minutes there. So I am. I have bandwidth problems here. And so sending larger audio files to Auphonic counts against my internet bandwidth cap. So there we go. A little clarification. And I got to agree with Kyle. I bought the the desktop version. It doesn't have all the bells and whistles in terms of like it'll post to here and add a pre and post thing. Like, But if you just wanted to clean up stuff, it's yeah. – it's, Everybody says that because I use the web and then I'm, they're like, oh, yeah, but the web has more features and they update it more often. And so I go, oh, oh okay. I spend, I think, $11 a month. Yeah, it's not, for, for, it's not terribly yeah. expensive. But then you're right. I don't, all I really do is use it to level out and set the LUFs and yeah, make an I, MP3. Maybe it's worth it. It's what, 80 bucks, 90 bucks, something like that for the. Something like that. Version. Yeah. And here's a, another question I dug out from a, a Facebook group. This is from Matthew. Uh, this was in Podcast Movement. It says, I started doing a podcast editing for hire, but I have no clue of what the best place is to find people looking for podcast editing for hire services. And I was like, that would be podcasters. So I guess to me, what I would do, and it would be a painful journey, is I would go into Apple. I would look for shows. I was going to say look for shows with the Anchor logo, but the people that have the Anchor logo are probably using Anchor because it's free. So when you go, will you pay me to edit your show? They might go, no, because they're looking to podcast for free. But find somebody with horrible audio, which really isn't that hard to do and reach then i would take a small snippet of their show and i would edit it and fix whatever it is that you think you could fix and send them a before and after and go hey i'm here's this i did a little example of what i could do for your show if you're interested let me know and uh, we can talk about pricing but it's just a matter of you it's weird when you're looking for great audio you can't find any and when you're looking for bad audio <laughs> You can't find any. I don't know. Jim, any advice? Yeah, I think you're right. You got to treat it like any small business. You got to get yeah. your you got to get your name out there. You got to take a risk and say, "Hey, I was listening to this and here's what I can do for you." And oftentimes people are like, "Oh." Now they're going to ask you, "How'd you do that?" And you're like, "That's the magic." Yeah. <laughs> I used my X amount of time of experience and I know what to do. Yeah, yeah, but it's yeah. I know a lot of people they want they think if I become a podcast consultant, money will just fall from heaven. You still have to treat it like a business. You have to go mm -hmm. out and find people and the other thing is especially if you're you're working now getting them to launch is okay. That's but again, some people are like, "Oh, I'll just watch YouTube." So you you still have to knock on a, a lot of doors and it's it, it's not the cash cow I think that everybody thinks it is. It's hot and that's true and a lot of people want to start, but yeah, but I a lot think, of people don't want to separate themselves from their money for you. Like no. they're not, they're buying anchor for God's sake. So it's not, okay, they've started at the bottom, right? At the, as far as price goes, not quality, but as far as price goes. And you're like, hey, you want to spend some money on me? You got to convince them to do it. It's tough work. Coach Dave says, wait through iTunes uh, or Apple podcast, depending on what device you're on and have a listen. There are lots of podcasters that can use an audio editing boost. They often have websites. Yeah. And that would be the other thing. I would make a website. 
if you're going to put your shingle out there, put your shingle out there. Yeah. Go over to wherever Maple Grove partners, go over to coolerwebsites.com, get some hosting, throw up a website. Because if you want people to trust you, I always say I'm not buying a car from a guy in a tent. You know what I mean? If he's just popped up, we've got a nice baseball field at the end of my street here. If that guy pops up a tent and has a car outside, I'm like, I want somebody I can go back to that's going to be there if I need help and support and things like that. And if you don't have any of that, it just looks like you're some guy in the basement that's asking people if I can edit your audio. Dave, I have a TikTok page. Isn't that enough? (laughs) Can't I just have a TikTok page? <laughs> no. Oh, I'm sorry. Darn it. That is not darn going it, to work. Man. Speaking of, though, BS stuff, this is one of those things that I always say there are times when people really obsess over things that they're just like, wow, that's a waste of your time. This one I've never heard of. This is from, I believe her name was Laura. I've been warned off posing questions in the opening sentence of my podcast episode descriptions because certain platforms don't like it and won't promote it. I have never heard this in my life. Have you ever heard of this? No, I haven't. Uh No. And so she said, has anyone had this happen? And I love this because this, of course, then got into a conversation on keywords. And I know in Libsyn, in our dashboard, it says, hey, here's where you put your keywords. Oh, yes, by the way, Apple completely ignores these. And so James Cridlin, who... He's a, a he's definitely a journalist. He's also definitely a giant nerd. Chimed in. He said, "Hey, just so you know, there is no keyword metadata in use in podcasting. None, zero, zilch. Is is there algorithms ranking the show, search results on what users type in? Absolutely. Is that anything to do with keywords? Nope. There are none in a podcast RSS feed. We." will agree to disagree on this one. Somebody had said that previously. It's a fancy way of saying, I do believe you're wrong, but since I understand the technology here and since this group is literally called the No BS uh, Facebook group, I'm going to call out any discussion of keywords in podcasting as BS because they literally don't exist. So if you're worried about keywords, now that's not to say keywords on your website don't have anything to do, but that was one that I was like, yeah. And I just see people... I see people at Libsyn, they'll put in 30, like literally 30 mm-hmm. keywords. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, wow. I don't know if there's a program that they typed in and it spit out a bunch of keywords or whatever. But Otter will do that for you based on your transcripts. Yeah. That yeah, might that's, be. That's pretty slick. Might be a good way. We spent a lot of time at Gallup uh, optimizing uh, the posts for the first hundred words. That seems to be titles in the first hundred words seem to be the most important right now. I, I have it on my list of things to investigate is I want to look into – like blogs, there's got to be blogs on how to write a really good first paragraph mm-hmm. of a blog because mm. that's the one that sucks you in. And I was like, what's the strategy to, to use there to write a really good first paragraph? Because in Apple, you have the whole – you have the Apple – you have a, your description, then you have your Apple summary. And your Apple summary kind of is a, a thing. Andreas is asking us, how do you join on live? Let's just ask the com slash join. And where'd, that, where'd that come in at? From, I guess it's on... Oh, YouTube. Yeah. No, it's the, yeah, the YouTube channel. Yeah. And we can actually, if you jump in, we can take care of that. But I do need to say thank you so much. Yeah, hold to, on. Before before you do that, could you... The first half, I drank a lot of coffee. Could you... Oh, could you, yeah, we, we could definitely do that. Help me. <laughs> thank you. I'm thirsty. <laughs> but we do want to say thank you to our awesome supporters, First of all, of course, the teacher's pet 
You heard about it at the beginning of the show, and I love this picture of this dog. Actually, right now when I blow dry my hair, I look like that. But it's a big old, I guess that's, is that a, it's not a beagle. Is it a beagle? I don't know. I don't know my dogs. I should. Yeah, it's a dog with. Maybe James can help us out. I'm going to say James would definitely know. James, of course, from the Dog Podcast Network. And one of the things they're doing over there, they're looking for 101 dog stories. If you are a a creator, you know, content creator. Oh, and by the way, you have a story about a dog. You can actually uh, enter this contest with a chance to win $5,000. So check that out along with all the great podcasts over there geared towards dog lovers at dogpodcastnetwork.com. And we always thank our awesome $20 supporters, Felix, over at the Latin Podcast Awards, latinpodcastawards.com. This is an award show for, as you might imagine, Latin-type podcasts, and been around since 2017. It's part of the Audio Dice Network. Check it out, latinpodcastawards.com. Glenn the Geek Hebert over at horseradionetwork.com. If you like horses, you'll love Glenn and horseradionetwork.com. I think he's got 15 or 16 shows all about horsies. Max Trescott, if you like to get in a plane and fly around, you're going to love Max because he talks about all the aviation news talk, and you can find that at aviationnewstalk.com. Kim over at Toastmasters101.net. Got to give a shout-out to Kim. She did a presentation this week on podcasting to a bunch of Toastmasters people and gave me a huge shout-out. So check her out over at Toastmasters101.net if you're looking to develop your voice and reduce your editing time and just improve your content in general, Toastmasters101.net. Shane at Spybrary.com, who was on the School of Podcasting last week talking about his show, Tourpreneur. He actually navigated a, a show about travel, during a pandemic when nobody can travel. And I thought it was, I enjoyed that interview. Shane's a great guy. Check him out over at spybrary.com. The Indie Drop-In Network at IndieDropIn.com. This is where if you have a show about true crime or comedy or if it's just spooky stories, go over and see Greg, and he can basically put your episode in rotation, and they do a lot of work to get people to your content, IndieDropIn.com. We just heard from Michael over at Baby Mountain Radio Productions. If you need help with a, a podcast, he could probably help you out with it as well. He has, he says, we're pod. You know what, Michael? I forgot to, he sent me a new slide. I keep forgetting to, to put in his new slide. It's really cool. But BabyMountainRadio.com, where podcasting and hard work are made fun. We mentioned him earlier. Ed Sullivan, SonicCupcake.com has been helping out Jim. And if you need help with uh, anything sounding good, if you want a editor for your show or whatever, check out Ed over at SonicCupcake.com. And uh, I thought, because we haven't thanked them in a while, they're on my website. Our $10 supporters, if you go over to askthepodcastcoach.com slash awesome, Frasley over at b-great.today, Dr. Norm at beyondthebedside.net, Jeffrey at podnuts, the repair podcast at p-o-d-n-u-t-z, Jonathan at uh, weeklyawesome.com, Kyle Bondo in the chat room at gagglepod.com. He also does podrecked and a bunch of other ones. Katie Holmes at outwit trade.com martin at christian stt.com michael we just mentioned him babymountainradio.com i need to check i think he's not a 20 out of 10 that'd be crazy nick over at cincinnati soccer talk.com and sean at be your own nerd.com and josh rivers better known as podcast guy media.com now if you'd like to support the show and be on that ten dollar list go over to ask the slash awesome or Go over to askthepodcastcoach.com slash store. We've got plays that you can donate once or you can do all sorts of, even buy my book. You can join the School of Podcasting. You can get in line to donate or donate to a sponsor, uh, Jim's Cup, all sorts of fun stuff 
over at askthepodcastcoach.com slash store and joining us here live on the YouTubes. And I see, of course, it's the second half of the show. People go nuts. So people on Clubhouse that raise your hand will be with you in just a second. Right now, we're bringing on Andreas. How are you, buddy? Hi. Nice to uh, see you both, Dave yeah. and, and Jim. You Likewise. hear me properly, right? Yeah, yeah, you sound oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. My questions basically are a couple here. First of all, my podcast is all about hard rock and heavy metal, so it's all about music-related stuff. Yes, so, okay. I would like actually to ask you specifically your opinion regarding the background music. We normally use, while well, I do interviews or we do episodes, the background music. So I'm not sure, actually, if in order to have a, a high quality show that is something that is going to like to make the difference to, to have not copyrighted music in the background while somebody right. else is speaking so first of all that's the the first question and the second one i really love the, the actual transition that you have while you present like a little piece of the audio like a piece of the interview like mm -hmm. uh, i'm not sure if it's go from one of the the airpods to the other one so i like actually your insight regarding this because I, i really love that is going to make something like stand out by the time you're presenting the what you're going to talk about in the episode yeah. later. Like so I would like that one. Yeah, exactly. Like that sound. Where what was the idea of this one? Where I can get it because it's useful. I really would like to like know like more more about this, like your idea or where yeah. I can get that kind of sounds. Right. It's a matter of listening to the interview, and then when you hear something because a, a tease. The point of it, think think of we're gonna we're not gonna go dirty, but if you think about it, when you're with somebody and you're making each other feel good, if they start to tease you, every bone in your body goes, mm, I want more. And so you want a, an audio tease to do the same thing. You want it to be like they can say, I thought I was safe, and then I turned around and bink, and then the music comes in. You're like, wait, I, what I, what happened when he turned around? So an audio tease is something that's, or if they go. And without even knowing it, I made $3,000. In comes the music. Wait, what'd they do that made $3,000? So you, it's got to be – but if they if it's something like, okay, today on the show, yeah, I was born in Arizona, and my mom actually worked for the church. In comes the music. I, I don't care. Like, what? Okay, yeah, it's Arizona and the church, but that doesn't make me want more. It's true, and it's real, but I don't know. Jim, any tips on a tease? Um, no, I think I have a guy that does that for me at, at work. He goes through the transcripts and reads them. Mm -hmm. mm. And it, it's actually, I think it's easier to find those quotes by reading them as yes. opposed to like listening the translation to them. Or the yeah, the transcription. Script. Yeah, yes. And that might be another trick is it to get it transcribed. You can use Otter. Or there's a bunch of other services that'll do the automated stuff for you. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be perfect. Then let your eyes find those quotes. Then read through and you'll... What stands out for you? That's something like is going to be like the catchy part. That's right. what you mean. Yeah, right. exactly. No, exactly. Yeah, you can find those sometimes. And, and regarding the little sound effect, Dave, yeah. that I really love it. This is really something like very well, peculiar. Where did you get it? Which... Like at the beginning of your uh, about to present. Okay, I'm talking well, with uh, Jim. And here's oh, a little piece. And, cool there's a, a and I hear, uh -huh. and, a, exactly. and it's a whoosh. I, I use, let's see, Audio Jungle. Oh. Dot, dot net is one where you can get a lot of sound effects. 
I'm not sure how legal it is, but I know you can go to the library and get CDs mm-hmm. of sound effects. I don't know sure. exactly how legal that is to use. But Audio Jungle is where I get a lot of my stuff. And you can just, just type in whoosh or yeah. transition and you'll find stuff sure. like that. Um, yeah, you, you'll pay but, for those. Okay. You'll buy and those and pay the, for them. The actual – um, this is not mono, right? This is like the, the – Oh, the, it's stereo. The thing yeah, that I, does the yeah stereo stuff, right? So you can do that in some programs, like in, I believe Audacity will let you pan stuff. And I know the one thing I hate Hindenburg doesn't have a pan feature. I know in uh, uh, Audition you can turn on a feature, and with and volume you, you get a little line that shows it. you how like you can adjust the volume okay. for that. When you turn on pan, you get another line, and you'll see that when you drag, you have this line, and if it's all the way up, it's left, and if it's all the way down, so you can have yeah. a sound that, as the sound is going through, all of a sudden it goes and it goes from one headphone to the other. And some sound effects are made that way, and then other ones you can use software to to pan it. But there's no pan in Hindenburg Journalist. That's what yeah. that's one feature well, I wish they would add. As far as I know, I'm not, not sure if Jim maybe has any insight regarding this, but as far as I know, Audacity, what allows me is like when you're producing the, the music, like an album, so you're panning, let's say, that percent right, that percent left. So it's not like right. I can adjust through the track. So it's just like a, a specific adjustment through all the. So I wanted to know that's a great trick. It's something that stands out in School of Podcasting. And of yeah. course, it's something that is going to like let people know okay this guy really is going big or going home at the very end that's what it actually for me is and and i use whooshes and sound effects just to trigger the brain that hey we're either moving into a new topic Mm -hmm. or here's the interview it's just something that and a lot of times it's what i'm actually doing is copying what was probably a weird in many cases i've i've done a, a introduction if i'm doing an interview mm-hmm. and i'll be like hey jim i'm going to interview i'm going to do an introduction here i'll probably do another one later and i'll be like hey today joining on the show it's uh, jim Carlson. he's uh, home gadget geeks you know him from uh, the average guy.tv jim how's it going what, what are you up to buddy and i'm mm-hmm. like oh, that was weird so i will just cut that out i'll do the interview again mm-hmm. and i'm like here's my talk with jim and then i'll exactly. just have, and i'll have jim, and i'll get because i always say jim welcome to the show that's whoever i'm talking to when I get done with the introduction, the next thing I'm going to say is, Andreas, thanks for coming on the show. So mm-hmm. then I can... You're good to it just right away. I can always do People the introduction just care later. about the content straightforward, and that's yeah. it. And then uh, Kyle had a question or a comment as oh. well, and I would agree with this. I'm not a huge fan of music beds because I'm a musician, and they distract the crap out of me. So if I'm talking to you, and I've got this going on in the background, and even if it's soft... Especially if there's words in it, there are times that I'm like, right now my musical brain is, I think it just went to a G, to a, uh, that's A minor, Okay. that's definitely a D, and then a G, and then back to the C. That can be, sorry, it's just a, it's, it's a dog reaction, it's Pavlov over there. So I, now on one hand, you can use music in some cases if they're telling a story, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden they're talking about the time their grandma died, and you want to mix in some sad music. Like- you put some mood there, yeah. Yeah, you can put some mood music in, but just for me, I'm not a huge fan of Jim music in an interview. No, I don't like it. Yeah, there's appropriate like, times. Yeah, there's, there's appropriate like times. Okay. Yeah, there's appropriate times for him, but yeah, in most cases, no. But you know what, Andres, you you do your thing. Yeah. If, and you're not. You didn't ask this question. We inserted it. No, but. it's it's basically, of course, you're CEO in your podcast, so it doesn't matter. Totally. But what I yeah. mean is. Because of the context, all your insight, all what is actually 
less standard for me is mm-hmm. you know, checking out people that is actually more experienced yeah. than me. Yeah. So of course, if yeah. I can at least get some uh, insight there, it's, it's very useful. Yeah. Yeah. So it's for me that, and all the previous, we're almost like 40, 45 episodes now in, in the catalog. Yeah. Most What's of the- them have the, the audio. I put it like really subtle in, in the background yeah. music. So I wanted to know if this one is something that is going to show up as really professional or it, it sounds like it's Ask more your listeners. amateur. Yeah. Ask yeah, your I, listeners what they I, think. I don't think it's going to make you sound bad. I just think it can be distracting. What, where mm-hmm. I've seen background music really mm-hmm. quiet used is if you have bad recording and you're trying, oh. you have some sort of hum or something that you can't get rid of. You put a little music okay. over it. That's how I fixed. I had a really old car and it was awful and it sounded bad. Okay. So my, the way I fixed my car was to turn up the radio in the car and I didn't, <laughs> there you go. Problem solved. Okay. So, uh, awesome. Thank uh, you very much both for, yeah. for the Andres, where do we find your podcast? Uh, well, uh, first of all, you can find us in, in our website. It's basically in Spanish. This show actually, well, not sure if you can see maybe this. Yeah, there there you go. All right. uh, maybe I can put it in the chat so you don't yeah, have to sure. worry, right? Yeah, um, there you go. Uh, we're right. going to be in, in the, pla- the podcast platforms. Normally, we have a link that is going to be like just like yours. In, of the school of podcasting slash platforms so we yeah. do the same we have a link so i'm going to put it there and people can be able to find all the information with on single click awesome thanks Andres. Awesome. thanks for jumping thanks, in. Thank you for your insight have a you great day bye take care have a great yeah. weekend all right and coming to the stage from clubhouse again if you raise your hand over there we will bring you on oh i i know this guy it's raf from served the one and only this is a guy I spent, we talked till about four in the morning I, I, at Podcast Minute Atlantic. And I was like, you have to start a podcast. Nice. Because he has such a, a, a great passion to just help veterans. He's all about getting, and you would know, you're a, a, vet, a veteran. You're in the Army, yeah. is, is transitioning from vet life yep. to yep. civilian life. Yep, for sure. And uh, that's what Raf's show is all about. Raf, what's going on, buddy? What's up, Dave? How are you? Thank you for having me on stage here on Clubhouse. Yeah, what's, uh, what's your question? Well, my question is, I was on Clubhouse cruising around, and I was on another podcasting uh, room, and there was a statement made, and I wanted to get your thoughts and opinions. First of all, thank you for the nice intro. (laughs) Thanks for having me on stage and and for the nice intro. And uh, the statement was, and you ready for this? Yes. Podcasts are dying. <laughs> we are on. We are at the climax. We are at a supernova state where the sun of podcasts is going to self burn itself out. And this was a very bold statement made in a very big room. Right. Steve from uh, Club Pod Podcast Magazine was the moderator, and it was sort of like, "Dang, that's a that's a pretty big prediction and statement." Uh, and I didn't know who the guy was, and I'm not going to name drop him, but the company apparently is it's called Barstool, and I was trying to do oh. some reading on them. And so they they have a pretty good... Uh, they have a big following. A big following, but they're a powerhouse. It's not just yeah. some dude on the street holding a sign that says that the world's coming to an end type deal. This is right. a company that has the financial resources to go out and uh, spend money in research and all that other jazz. I decided over with Steve because he said the end of podcasting is not here and podcasts are not dying. And so the initial conversation, just let me back up, was our platforms and social media platforms like Clubhouse, like the new XYZ that's going to come out in the future, is that killing 
the podcast, uh, short form, long form. And then that's how the conversation was. That's what the room was about. Yeah. So anyways, I wanted to ask my favorite guy, Dave Jackson, because as you said, when we met that one morning uh, by passing by the, the bar, going to the room, ending uh, the podcast conference there, I was still on the fence whether I even wanted to do a podcast. So I felt that it would just be... Um, a great conversation to have here with you since I respect you. and uh, Yeah, and thanks, buddy. Yeah. I, I think I can answer that with not even one word, one noise. Yeah, that's just uh, – here's <laughs> – it's just where – here's what's fun. Rob Walsh has a presentation about how all that marketing BS is – or marketing something is BS. But, and he has screenshots going back to I think 2007 – predicting podcasting is dead. And then in 2009, podcasting is dead. And then this is, it's just, it's, it happens over and over. They said that the VCR was going to kill movies. A cable was going to kill uh, free TV. It's radio is still around. I love the comment in the chat room. Kyle says radio predicting the death of podcasting since 2006. He also says, by the way, Raph, Kyle's in the chat room here on YouTube says, uh, hashtag you've been served. I don't think Jim any thoughts. Yeah, no. We, we go around about this. Here it it's it, it goes in cycles and and things. We actually need I if I were to say anything about the podcasting industry, it's consolidating. And that doesn't make it good, dying. It makes it stronger because it means money can be focused more in areas of to make it better. And so I'm Dave, I'm not sure we need more podcasters that we got a pretty big variety of them. We're adding a lot in. I think we just need our current podcasters to be better. And so I'd like to see a consolidation cycle where just the quality continues to go up. We get better tools. We get better processes. Look at we look at we've done in the last five years on Ask the Podcast Coach. No, it's not dying. It's yeah. it may be consolidating or it may be slowing down. It's not gonna die. So I, I don't, Rabbi, that's, a, listen, those are, that's as, about as big a clickbait as you yeah. can possibly find in that setting there on Clubhouse for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I wanted to bring it up because if folks are now getting into the art of podcasting and, and having it as a hobby, you don't want to hear this doom and gloom and was backed up by this major research firm and all this and all that and oh my gosh i don't want to get into it i totally agree with you i went on there and i actually got a a, a speaking spot to cover up on stage and i said look i i side with steve out of a podcast magazine just exactly what you guys said and here interestingly enough like minds so i actually wrote it down here in my notes they said or steve specifically said as film was to the VCR, so they, there you go, the VCR, yeah. is to Netflix. Music, to records, to radio, there's Kyle, to XM Satellite Radio, to Spotify, right? It's this emerging of tools that we have to uh, continue the, the trade and the art, because I consider podcasting an art in and itself, and tell folks, don't listen to that, because yeah. it's going to prevent you from getting your story out, your message out, having fun, and meeting awesome people. Well, so that's my take. 3,038 people yesterday disagreed with that guy and started a podcast. 3,038 podcasts were launched yesterday. So I, I agree that with Jim, I think there are times what I really would like to see is not 3,038 podcast launch. I'd like to see 3,038 new podcast listeners. I really wish – I would love to see Google or Amazon or one of these companies that's added podcasting to their platform make a commercial. I did see Audible 
Audible has a thing with Kevin Hart and the the one thousand hour guys Malcolm Gladwell, and they were talking about the Audible app, and they did say and podcasts, and they showed that you could listen there, but. I wish we could get more listeners because there's still plenty of people that haven't listened to a podcast yet. Well, yep. Dave, the the metrics were, that were being used were not actually podcast created or podcasts out there. It was the metric that they were using was listening. So well, the, the doom and gloom was that instead of listening to a podcast, people are on Clubhouse listening to this. No. Instead of listening to it. And, and that's where they were getting their numbers yeah. from. But in the end, I agree. Yeah. People are going to do what they want to do. They're, they will, they have their behavior. Some folks are going to be on Clubhouse for a little bit. And then go the, the on-demand audio capacity of what co- podcasts are, you're not going to beat that anywhere. So it's just it's one of those things. Yeah, absolutely. Rav, where do we find your podcast? Oh, yeah. Right now there's nine episodes. It's one of these things where I was trying to really find what I was trying to do with Served. And Served is srvd.vet, V-E-T. So srvd.vet. I have nine episodes out there. They've kind of been sitting out there. But my whole thing is I wanted to make sure that I was going to carry out this mission in the most appropriate of ways. I got the nine episodes. They're soaking out there, evergreen content. So if you know of it, know of a military family, and sometimes they just need help, the program is called the Leaving to Living Program. I'm sorry, yeah, the Leaving to Living uh, Program, where we, we walk, help our military uh, families, veterans, uh, responders, out there going from what they did in, in, in service to a civilian life. And we walk that out through that transition process. So it's at served.vet. I think 2021 is going to see a lot of growth for it because I, in 2020, I really uh, figured out what it is that I wanted to do. And it's not making a million dollars with the podcast. It's really just to be uh, in service to those that have served. And that was always the mission, but I didn't know how I was going to carry it out. So great things happening here in 2021 for it. And uh, as Kyle said, when you get that sticker campaign, you get two stickers, and then when you give a, the, your, you keep one, and then you give one, uh, and then you get served. And that's where Kyle was saying that he got served because I passed him out, and I said, you just got served. So that's the fun of it. <laughs> awesome. I like it. I like Thanks it. For Thanks for having. joining us. Thank you. Thanks for the time. Yes, All thank right, you, you for having me. Great. You bet. Take care. I just saw on his uh, profile, congratulations on baby number seven coming. Oh, up. nice. That is – that's beyond – because, like, when you go from two to three, you go from one-on-one, like – defense to, to zone when you got seven i think you just you go crazy but john piper coming to us on youtube john how are you buddy hey guys uh, good to be back hey first question and i got a, some comments if you'll have me i was on a couple months ago and uh, we were talking about studio lighting as you guys both know it's a cost i heard you jim talking about upgrading your macbook dave you're always tweaking with microphones and different things but i've added some more lighting i know in the past and i've added another camera I know I've got some work to do, but I want to get your thoughts on the overall lighting. I mainly do podcasts, but also do some live video stuff. Your thoughts? I know that's a little darker, obviously. I was going to say that shot is a little dark, but that one looks decent. John, what, what are you using? What do you currently, what'd you put up for lights? They are some. Your sound is great, by the way. Just let's be really clear. Your sound is really good. But Yeah, PR40 with a Rodecaster Pro, man. I yeah, love the setup. Good. Yeah, you sound good. Yeah, I love this. What about lights? Lights, I've got some fairly inexpensive box lights. I did order, I've got my cameras on this. I had a picture. I had a, I've got like a plumber's pipe going across the wall with some mounts. And um, I almost ordered as like a $300 light. I think will probably solve the problem, but I held off because I ordered like $300 worth of brackets. But uh, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? I do. I these do. Are, I've got three box lights mounted up in the, 
sky. Are they, L- are they LED? No. They're fluorescent. And so you need a little, you need to work on the tuning of those lights a little bit. So they're just that they're in that temperature zone, right? We, we could, we measure lights by their temperature. That's not how hot or cold they are. It's the, where they are on the spectrum of light. Fluorescence put out really white, hot light in, in you. And that doesn't look good on us. And so you need to warm them up with something. So uh, a light that's a little farther down in the spectrum as far as getting some of that color in. And then you probably need to diffuse them a little bit. So they may yeah. be like right there. That's so, that is so white yeah. <laughs> right? that, that you have right there. And then your other side is too dark. So yeah. you, you need to work on your placement a little bit, work on diffusing them some, see if you can get some, you can get some led tuned lights, lights that you can kind of mess with the tuning on them. And see if you can get some in there to add, get them in front of you, get them diffused, and then mess with the temperature settings to get a warmer kind of feel in there. That's all. So something in between this and then your other view, which is just where you're really bright. Dave, what else would you add to that? Yeah, I I will put a link in the chat room here, too. I just bought a pair of Dazne, D-A-Z-Z-N-E. I was looking for... The Elgato Streamlight, and what Jim is talking about, I can make myself darker and brighter, but I can also make these, I can make them very white, like I'm turning almost blue now, or I can actually make them, like right now I look like I'm embarrassed because this is really (laughs) yellow-ish, which is great because I have no skin tone. I'm basically a Smurf, (laughs) so I can go in here and and boost that up a bit, and they work with a little remote, so I'm doing this all... Is that wireless on your network Wi-Fi? No, it's uh, it's no, wireless it's with a remote. Yeah. It's, so, yeah. But the it's thing its, I it's love, its own it's its own remote. It's not on the yeah, Wi-Fi. It's yeah, like a Bluetooth. Uh, it's yeah, like like it. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I had to I had to change a different channel because I would wake up in the middle of the night and one would just come on out of nowhere, which tends to freak you out when you live alone and all of a sudden the lights come on and you didn't do it. Yeah, I've but got the, the other thing I like about bright. these. I was going to say, I've got some lights behind me just to give a little buffer light, and they're, like, inexpensive. They work on my network, but they're just some buffer light back there. Check your settings, too, John. In the camera, there could be some white balance. There could be some temperature settings you might. I've got a Sony A6000, and then the Canon. I've got a Canon camcorder that lets a lot more light in but i need to tweak yeah them. that's your temper that's your sensor by the way it's the difference probably in sensors not in light because that room is probably lit exactly the same the yeah. sensors are perceiving that light differently and so you, you might want to check your camera controls too before you you buy but definitely yeah. to dave's point get some tunable and we're coming up on a hard stop here but yeah definitely work on some tunable pieces okay. john thanks, yeah, for, guys, jumping thanks in for having me hey, john before you go where do we find your podcast yeah, you can search behind the dish, Google Podcasts, Apple, um, Spotify. Oh, sorry, that is the wrong answer. <laughs> Where's your I'm website? Just, I'm just start saying, <laughs> Where's oh, your website? What's your website? I'm sorry. I'm, I've been doing this four years and it's really just on Facebook. I haven't created a. Oh, had, come uh, on. No. Sean, I love you, <laughs> but. Hey, I used to like you guys too. I used to like you guys. What you're telling me is I need to go ahead and, and get off my ass. I, I'm yes. hoping I can say that on the air. Get off yeah. my ass and. and and get your website going today. What's, what's, David, what's your no podcast called? Haircut, man. I, your hair looks good, man. I, I was getting earlier with a comment about the hair. Uh, Dishmedia.com. Perfect. 
There you go. That's what there we're looking we for. All right. All right. Uh, did, did you have more questions? If not, you can stick around for the post show. Yeah, quick. Yeah. No, okay, well, so hang yeah, tight and we'll do it in the post tight. show. Yeah. 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 So it's wow, that time goes by so quick. And uh, thanks to the chat room, we have 32 people online. We had a 1.13 on Clubhouse, so that's amazing. We deeply appreciate everybody coming out to askthepodcastcoach.com slash live and as well as in Clubhouse. Jim, where can people find you? Yeah, I'm over at theaverageguy.tv. And long conversation about the Mac this week. So if you want to hear about that and adding a Mac to a PC environment, theaverageguy.tv. I'll be posting it later today. All right, John. We'll talk about that more in the post And then this week on the School of Podcasting, we're going to be talking about your very first episode. I came up with a fun analogy that I'm going to play with that because I've heard a couple, and I don't know if people are just finding old episodes of me because they're using episode like my advice from like 2006, and I'm going to explain why that's really not good yeah. advice anymore. That's the hard and, part uh, about leaving audio out there, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, and I also found uh, some new toys, some new tools. We might talk about some of those. I know Jim's been playing with uh, raindrop.io. We might mm-hmm. talk about that a little later. Mm-hmm. But I found a, a cool calendar tool that's got a one a lifetime charge right now at AppSumo for 13 bucks. So if you want to get out of your Calendly or Acuity or whoever you're using to schedule once, it looks interesting. So we'll be I'm actually going to buy that after the show and play with it because I don't want to talk about something I don't know what I'm talking about. So that'll be coming up on the School of Podcasting. Ask the Podcast Coach again every week here, askthepodcastcoach.com slash live. Thanks to Mark over at podcastbranding.co. Thanks to the awesome supporters. Thanks to the Podcast Network and everybody on Clubhouse and here on YouTube. Stick around for some post-show. 